the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, president of Max Out Savings Advisors and host of the Max Out Savings Show. And we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement, as always, on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is now one of the top uh, financial shows in Houston. It has been for a number of years, almost 10 years now. And uh, because we help people save money, we help people plan for retirement, and we help them invest for retirement. And so, you know, we want to kind of continue talking about that and building up what where we're going and and what's happening. But uh, and and actually, we got a, quite a bit to talk about on the show this week. Uh, overall, the uh, we're, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, late, a little later on the show about uh, college costs. It's now now uh, coming up. People are paying for school, so we're going to kind of review some of the ideas we have to help pay for college. This is the big issue for a lot of people out there. We're also going to be talking about uh, comparisons uh, to 401ks, uh, how, how you set up there. We're, going to be, we're talking about the markets, what's going on. We're talking about risk off in general. And so I, I wanted to kind of start the 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 uh, the show today really talking about uh, our first max out savings report we sent out this year. We've been sending it out for a number of years. Uh, back in 2007, we wrote in the max out savings report there was going to be a financial crisis. We laid it out. We said that investment banks weren't going to fail. We explained why. We weren't sitting there just making you know wild predictions. We laid out the case. Uh, we explained the situations with the balance sheets and there was gonna, how there was going to be a run on the on the Wall Street banks. That's what happened. Very few people did that. Now you have every you know the radio ways in many ways are filled with people predicting gloom and doom out there that uh you know really they they just have come up with the idea and and they're but they weren't around in 07 and 08 telling people to get out of the market they weren't laying out the case and they weren't explaining why they just tell you things are going to go down they don't really understand the markets they're out there to peddle annuities or other products uh with high fees or or their their national infomercials trying to sell you something or getting you to go to their seminars uh and and but but what we do is we try to lay out the case of this stuff. We try to help you out with your retirement so you understand the world today in the financial world. The world is rapidly changing. And what I wanted to do is talk about uh, the max out savings report from the beginning year. We said this was going to be a year of consequences. And uh, the uh, what we laid out the case was is 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 that th- this year the, the 
we, we said there's a real divide among uh, analysts for the outlook. Many analysts are very positive for 2015 outlook. However, we take a different view. We believe 2015 will be a year of consequences. Uh, the the uh, the markets have taken a positive view of the drop in oil prices and the strong dollar while ignoring the potential negatives. The main themes for 2015, will, this is what we're saying, will be a, the consequences of commodity deflation, a strong dollar, and Federal Reserve interest hikes. Now you're hearing about that. At the beginning of the year, we had everyone talking. We, uh, uh, we said at the end of the year, CNBC was filled with happy talk about the about the revision, final revision for the the for the uh, third quarter GDP of 5%. Uh, and when we say, never mind, the numbers were adjusted. Uh, happy days are here again. We, we said, no, that's not the case at all. And, and as a matter of fact, we, we, we said it's really, uh, it's going to be a different story. And we said that, look, you're, this drop in oil prices is, is going to cause a global deflationary ways in combination with the dollar, rising dollar. And, and, and people are misjudging the 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 strength of the economy and understanding where the economy is coming from. That's been pretty much the case. And by the way, you can get these free Max Out Savings reports by going to our website at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And uh, we'll put you on the free list. But what we said is 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 the strong dollar and low oil prices were going to have negative consequences. And everyone was like, oh, this is great. People will spend more money. That's not been the case. The first quarter GDP came in as a solid negative number. They've revised it twice, and they finally got it to a positive one-tenth of a percent after throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, into to the revisions to try to make it look positive. The numbers aren't looking good at all. The uh, the recent numbers from the Atlanta Fed were very negative. I think they're looking for 1% growth going forward, much worse than everybody thought, and they've been actually pretty darn accurate in their in their outlooks. Uh Oil prices, oil prices are in the $43 range, $43. It's just not been a pretty picture at all in, in, in the sector uh, uh, for oil and gas. It, and it's just, it, it's been somewhat disappointing. And even at the beginning of the year, uh, people thought that they would come back and, and we, 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 it would come up. And we said, look, it's going to take some time. And, and so really now we're in this global deflationary wave that we're, we're not quite deflationary, but it's getting very close. And this is when you sort of have to have your guard up in, in the market. Uh, and, and this is, and I really think it's, 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 it's risk off in the world today. I, I think, I think you, with, for our clients, we are extremely defensive right now. Uh, the, we really think that you have to be cautious. Some of the things we're looking out there is a slowing U.S. economy, uh, it's chugging along with a reasonable rate uh, the mo- last quarter, but it's slowing down. Uh, the employment numbers, they're just not good. The, we have the highest numbers uh, of uh, the lowest labor partici- participation rate since the 1970s. And and it's just a very slow economy out there. And and then you take that, that into account, the the and it, to, to to diverge just a second we had the uh the 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 uh the debates this weekend and uh they had 24 million people watch the presidential debate i think the top okay it was the, the top debate last uh, for the last presidential cycle right before the elections you know we, we, it was much closer to the elections they had seven and a half million people we had four 
times as many people, nearly four times as many people, three to four times, almost four times as many people have watched this debate. And this debate is, is, is what is it, uh, 15, 16 months before the election. The truth in actuality, nobody should have been watching that debate. Yet 24 million people. This was the biggest non-sports show on cable in history of cable. Uh, the only things that have been bigger are some of the network shows. It was a massive, massive. It was the biggest show Fox had ever done. It completely blew away the numbers. People were stunned by the number of people watching it. What does that tell you? That tells you that people are very concerned. Uh, that tells you that people are, are, are really concerned for the future direction of this country, and they're paying a lot of attention. If I was Barack Obama, I'd look at that and I'd be pretty darn worried, because what that's telling me is people are very unhappy with what's going on. If things were going so good, nobody would have paid any attention to that debate. Now, granted, Donald Trump was there, and he is immensely popular, and he seems to be getting more popular. And and and, and if you sit down and you look at it, people want a leader. They're, 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 you know, I, I heard someone uh, on one of the – maybe it's Hugh Hederson. People are kind of tired of, of the United States having sand kicked in their face by every tin-horned dictator out there, how we're being told that they're a no-good country, that, they, that, that they're, the, they're the source of the world's problems. And they're also tired of being told that their middle class and their jobs needs to necessarily go down and their standard of living needs to go down down to help everyone else in the world. Uh, This is the greatest country in the world. It has always been since the founding of the country, a magical place that everybody wants to come to. And the only person that seems to not believe that is Barack Obama. And and people want to change and they're going to get a change. And, and, and and, And if politicians on the Republican side think they're going to sit there and just waltz in and say, look, uh, let's can't we all get along? Uh, No, they want to change. This country has been a disaster. The middle class is suffering. And yes, things are really good in New York City and Washington, D.C. We talked in this show two years ago about how the top four of the top 10 wealthiest counties in the United States were around Washington, D.C. At the time, I was stunned by that statistic. I would Look, I'm pretty good about knowing money, knowing wealth. I could not believe it. I would have said it was been New York and L.A., uh, and, and it was all around New York City. People are getting fabulously wealthy up there. They think it's pretty good. You go around the rest of the country, it's pretty bad. I've been around the rest of the country. I was in Georgia here a couple months ago working on a project. You know, I'm listening to people over there. They can't get jobs. There's, It's just, you know, we've been very fortunate in Texas because we're able to create jobs. But the problem is, is the economy is slowing down getting back to where we were coming from and understand it's it's slowing down some here it's a disaster in china china's stock market's fallen 30 percent from the top their real estate market's in trouble they're quitting buying commodity prices and then if you look at commodity prices oil has dropped from 110 dollars a barrel down to uh $45 a barrel. If you, if you look at, at, uh, at aluminum, steel prices are plunging, copper prices are plunging, metals prices are plunging, uh, gold has gone down to a much lesser extent, grain prices are falling, you have global deflation. And, and, and this global deflation, it doesn't just, it's the symptoms of the problem in China, but which has been the driver for world growth for probably the majority of the world's growth. People don't realize this over the last 10 years. What it's also hurting, it's also hurting Australia, Brazil, Africa, Russia, 
parts of Asia as well that they're big commodity producers. And so this is why you're seeing the Canadian dollar fall, the Brazilian dollar fall, the, the Australian dollar fall, and our dollar rising up. That's importing inflation into those countries, and those countries are in trouble. So so the world is rapidly changing. At the same time, the the Federal Reserve is probably going to raise short-term rates in the next couple uh, months here. Where, where, where does that lead you? What do you do? And I think you have to have a plan in place uh, in, in the markets to sit there and have more of a risk-off analysis. And we've talked about this and we've written about it in our, in our Max Out Savings Report. You have to have that risk-off strategy and you have to have people that are managing your money that are understanding it. You know, there most a lot of money managers out there, in particular mutual fund managers, these guys are all in all the time, and their philosophy is, hey, you know, this is long-term investing. You need to be able to sit there and hold through. And, yes, the the uh, the the account might go down 50% or 55 or 60%, but we're long-term investors. That is completely ridiculous. When people are saving for retirement, look, you're going to get investments go down 50%, I promise you. But you can't have your whole portfolio of stocks going down 50 or 60% with the idea of a long-term investor. People, what happens is is people are human beings. They tend to panic. They'll sell out at the bottom. They also, if they're all in, as the wouldn't you rather have some cash when it went down like that so you could buy back in if it, went, if it goes down 30%? Or do you want to be all in the market? It, it, what it is, it's a lazy person's way of 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 investing money and and so what's going to happen is a lot of these mutual funds and these ETFs are going to take people right off a cliff unless you protect your assets the world is rapidly changing now and so understand that and understand where 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 you're coming from if you if you need some help you can go to our website at maxoutsavings.com that's maxoutsavings.com uh I'll be happy to uh, you can actually sign up for a a meeting I'll be happy to sit down with you uh, and go over your situation. I've got. We'll be in town Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I think Wednesday. I'm leaving to go to an investment conference up in Boston. Uh, but uh, I'll be happy to sit down and help you and show you how we manage money. And also, you can also sign up for our free Max Out Savings Report. So, so we have a, a global slowdown happening. We have the a, a very poor growth in the United States. We have elections coming up. We just have, and we have the Federal Reserve raising a lot of turmoil, a lot of problems. And so, how do you navigate through that? And and I, I'm going to talk some more about this in in the next segment. But but what this first segment is is I want you to understand is the world is changing. We had an economic crisis in 2008, and and what happened is since then we've pay, we've kicked the can down the road. A lot of people don't realize kicking the can down the road was a specific policy. This wasn't some accident. Someone tossed out that name. I, I sat in a lot of big conferences right after that, and the strategy was let's kick the can down the road, let's delay the problems, and then we're going to clean up our operations. We're going to get our, uh, we're going to uh, get rid of the excesses and reduce debt. And what happened instead, we've let debt go up. Corporate debt has skyrocketed as corporations are buying companies and then buying back stock. They're not hiring people. They're not building plant and equipment. It, it, and, and then uh, countries and uh, governments' debt has skyrocketed. In China, debt has gone up 
tr- trillions of dollars. It's gone up massively around the world. And this debt problem, it, now we're coming into the the, pro- the same an economic slowdown again with m- massive debt, which is our situation hasn't gotten better because we haven't done the tough things to do the long-term planning that needed to be done. And that was a mistake. So we need to start preparing for that and getting ready. So we're coming back with this quick break. Uh, if you've got a question or comment, you can give us a call. This is the live show, as always, the Max Out Saving Show. Give, give, give us a call at 713 713- Three three nine ten seventy. I'll be happy to take your questions about the markets, about stocks, about your four hundred one k plan. Uh, but that's we're here to help you. Seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Right here in the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'll be right back. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's solid advice from Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors, and he shares it with you every Saturday when the Max Out Savings Show airs at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. Ted's method calculates risk as well as return to actively manage your investments in today's changing markets. Max Out Savings Advisors uses a finely tuned value analysis strategy designed to manage and mitigate risk to prepare and escort you through retirement. Listen to the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka Saturdays at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. Have you heard about this in California? Instead of the three R's, these elementary school kids in Oakland spent class time focusing on gender diversity and how they can choose to be a boy or a girl or both. Gender identity is about in here. It's about what's up here and in here. Transgender teaching? Could it happen here? Well... It could. The public schools are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Reading, writing, arithmetic, civics. There is an alternative. Go to am1070theanswer.com and click on Half Price Tuition. First Christian Academy, Pearland, and AM1070 The Answer have partnered together to offer half price tuition for pre-K, kindergarten, primary, secondary, and high school students. Now, this is not going to last very long, so you need to call today. 713-260-6116. Susan Simon's on the other end of that phone. If she's not there, leave a message. She will get back to you quickly. Go to our website right now, am1070theanswer.com, and click on the half-price tuition banner. It's back to school time. Let's teach them right. This is AM1070, The Answer. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review. President Obama took to insulting congressional Republicans who questioned his judgment on Iran. It's those hardliners chanting death to America who've been most opposed to the deal. They're making common cause with the Republican caucus. All this and more in this week's Town Hall Review. Town Hall Review. Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070. The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. This is a live show. We're here in Houston, Texas, as always. Max Out Savings Advisors is a Houston company. We're local, and, and so we can deal with local problems and talk about local issues. So be, feel free to give us a call, 713-339-1070. Now, what I wanted to do was I, I, when I, I, I do a lot of stuff out there at the in the in the first segment, and what I want, I want you to understand is is the world is changing. The world is rapidly changing. We're, we're, we saw twenty twenty four million people listen to that debate. 
as we just said, there shouldn't have uh, the truth of the matter. If you asked a lot of people about that, they would have said maybe four, five, six, seven million at the most. And so it was four times what people really thought. It, why was that? It's because people want change. They're ready for change. They're tired of this grind down, poor recovery, loss of jobs, loss of income. We had, we had recent econ, uh, jo- uh, wage numbers came in, uh, I think, with one-tenth of a percent growth rate, horrible growth rate uh, for, for wages. And, and so they want something done. And so that's the good thing is things are going to start changing. We're going to start going back. Two things. Either the election's coming up. I Personally, I don't think it's going to be Hillary Clinton running for the Democratic side. I think it's going to be uh, – I think it's going to be Biden, de Blasio, uh, or uh, Bernie Sanders, who's a socialist, or Michelle Obama. I, I think it's going to be one of those people. I think they want to move the – I think they're socialist over there. And I, I think they, they view this as an opportunity to move their, the socialist agenda forward. This is why Barack Obama's going in alone because he know. He knows Congress and the American people will never tolerate passing laws for for things that he's doing. So he's just going to go it alone and throw enough stuff in there and 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 basically dare the Republicans to either a impeach him or which they won't do or take it into the court system. So you got that path, the socialist path, and make no mistake about it, that's what it is. Or we have the free market path on the Republican side, and in in the free market path is do we go with the free market system where we have less regulate the regulation is a bigger problem than taxes less regulation taxes and we try to grow jobs in growth i think the country's going to go to growth and that's going to be immensely positive over the long term uh eventually we're going to do something about immigration we're going to probably bring some more citizens in but we've got to shut this border down and when we do the, the people that have been here for 10 or 15 20 years some of these people are going to get citizenship and that's going to be more workers more people buying houses in a better economy. So going forward, we're going to get a better economy, and things are going to change for the positive. I mean, that was the real message out of the, out of the debate is 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 the, the 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 American people are fired up and want change. So this is the good thing. But to get there, we're going to have to go through some some bumpy roads. We're going to have to go through the hills, so to speak. And this is where it gets really tough. In and everyone else in the world is fighting for jobs. China, China is fighting for every job they can get. I mean, they'll do anything to get jobs. They, they, uh, they'll undercut the Americans. The, the. I've seen some statistics that said that if China had to deal with the same pollution laws in the United States, their products would be fifteen percent higher. There's a fifteen percent subsidy in China due to lack of pollution controls. And there's also some very good studies, including some out of some uh, professors at Texas A&M, or it used to be there, that that said that a lot of the climate change in the world today has been driven by particulate matter and CO2 emissions, but in particular particulate matter coming out of China because the place is an absolute cesspool of pollution. And if anybody doubts me, go over to China. You will see what I'm talking about. In addition, China will steal technology. They they use cyber. Every if if somebody company puts anything up, uh, makes anything, the Chinese are going to try to steal the technology and then 
make it in their country. I was just listening to the the head of a Jaguar was complaining that that some Chinese company copied the Land Rover and is selling it for a lot cheaper over there. I mean, that that's just what the Chinese do because the Chinese, they want jobs for their workers. You've got to respect the Chinese. The Chinese, there's no doubt that uh, Li, Li, uh, Li Xiaoping, is Li Xiaoping, uh, the Chinese premier, People have no doubt that he's working for China. He's trying to get the Chinese people jobs. If you ask the average Chinese person, he goes, yes, that Chinese premier is trying to get jobs. Here in the United States, we're dealing with Iran. We're, you know, cutting deals with Cuba. You know, the last thing on the agenda for, for, for the United States government appears to be jobs for the working people. And so... So everybody's fighting for jobs out there. And the Chinese are now getting desperate. Their stock market collapsed. Do you realize that they spent $300 billion trying to support their markets, and it failed and it continued to go down 30%? That ought to be a wake-up call for all the people that think the Federal Reserve has their back and the stock market will never go down because the Fed will save them. It, it $300 billion in, into not – Lending into the economy, not quantitative easing, directly injecting into the stock market, buying stocks, and it didn't work. So, so you had a problem over there, and the economy over there is getting worse. And so, what's happening is, is everyone's fighting for jobs. We have global deflation in in the United States, in China, in Europe, and so things are slowing down. And so, what we're going to see is, so Ted, look, where does this leave me? A couple things. This is where this leaves you now is. You should be having risk off right now, you, which means you should be increasing your cash levels and your portfolios. You should have a more defensive stance in your portfolios, which simply means you should have more low beta stocks. You should have more short-term bonds. Uh, I think I think if the market has a sell-off that we think it is and the economy slows and there is a deflationary scare, I think longer-term interest rates over the near term, I'll emphasize near term, are going to drop. Right now, everybody's anticipating the rates to rise into year-end. I, I don't think it happens. I think they drop uh, on the longer end. I think the Fed could raise rates on the shorter end because they have so many problems, but they're battling a deflationary world right now. So so what you want to do is you want to sit there in, 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 and possibly have some longer bonds. But when we talk about interest rates, what I'm talking about are treasuries. What, we, what we're trying to do is we're trying to put into, into our clients into safer assets of money, money market treasuries. I think the gold is actually going to work in here. It's sold off. It hasn't. Uh, I, I think stable stocks with high dividends, but you have to take a look at the different stocks out there. Here's what's happening right now that in the stock market. A couple things. If you look at the at the market, the industrial stocks are selling off, the energy stocks are selling off, the MLP stocks are selling off, the cyclical stocks are selling off. Those are all selling off pretty dramatically. And 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 so and people have been worried about interest rates going up and the utilities have sold off and the transports have sold off. What's working? What's been working? Uh biotech Medical, uh, the new age stocks, your Googles, your Facebooks, uh, your uh, Netflix, all of those, Apples, all of those, they're starting to break down a little bit. Those have all been working. Uh, your your older technology has been set off. So a lot of the mutual funds are all piled up into the, the, to the new age stocks, the go-go stocks, the Netflixes, the, uh, the, the, the biotechs, all the real hot stocks. And what they're doing is 
is it's holding up their portfolios for now. But those type of stocks have very what's known as beta, which simply means that that in relation to the market, they have a higher beta, which means they're going to move more than the market. Well, you have a situation where a lot of mutual funds we're analyzing now have increased the, their beta in the portfolio, so they don't realize it by increasing the the shares of the new age stocks, the new hot technology stocks, the inter, the internet media stocks, the 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 uh, uh, the new media stocks, the uh, biotech stocks. And, and so their their beta is much higher. When this market turns down, these guys are going to get hammered. And, and so there's more risk. You've got to understand that. So what you want to do with your portfolio is you want to do higher dividend-paying stocks. Uh, you want to go with high-quality stocks. You want to go with high-quality bonds, which means uh, investment-grade bonds and above, preferably treasuries. High yield is going to get in trouble, and it's going to get in worse trouble because too many companies have taken on too much debt. You stay away from that, and and you want to go with cash, it, it, and you want to get ready because the the reason is when the market goes down, you you, you set up this risk off portfolio for two reasons. Uh, now some people some people will tell you, look, Ted, I'm just a long term investor. I just hold on no matter what. I'm I'm good with the fifty percent decline in the market. Fine, more power to you. But the other people, you do it for two reasons. Number one, when your market goes, when the market falls apart, you don't want your portfolio down thirty percent, forty percent, fifty, sixty percent. And the other reason is, and I think the bigger reason, because you know, but people can make a case. I just don't care. I'm just going to let it go. That you can make that case. But the other reason is, is look, what you want is when, when they when this market starts throwing you uh, uh, softball pitches over the middle of the plate, you want to be able to hit it out of the park. Right now, over the last year, this market's been throwing basically uh, screwballs. It's been throwing them at 95 miles an hour at the edge of the plate, and you can't get those. Or if you get lucky, you get a single. You're striking out. There's just Because what I'm trying to say is prices has been too high. So even if you're right, you don't make much money. You want to be in there when you can sit there and make a ton of money. You can buy something, and you can lock in great returns. Some of, some of the oils we're looking at now, we, we've been out of the oil market here for uh, – most of the year, into most of even last year, we reduced and we've got out. We we've not been in the oil sector at all. It's it's come down now, and what's happened is you're getting some of these companies like Chevron yielding five percent with rock solid balance sheets. You, even even your Exxon's, uh, which isn't that great, but three point seven percent on Exxon. Uh, if you look at a Shell Road, that Shell 6.5%, you're getting some companies out there with some good dividends. So you want to have some cash to go, oh, well, this is a good dividend. This is what I want to buy. And so what you want to do is is this transition phase now is coming into the market. And this is this is what we talked about. By the way, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. We'll get your questions answered. So so right again, what we're looking at in the market is is our technical work is telling us the market's breaking down. Our, our macro 
uh, technical work is looking at, at charts. And what we're seeing is stocks breaking down on the oscillators going down. We're seeing them breaking under the 50-day, under the 100-day, and now under the 200-day, which is a real red line. Uh, the 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 S and P bounced off the 200 day this week and it and, and so it, it's telling us to be cautious and then we do our macro outlook which is what we're looking at the world out there we're looking at interest rates we're, we're looking to see what's happening uh, in the world and we're looking at commodity deflation and what we're seeing is we're seeing uh, again some slowdown let's see if we can take one of those calls okay we got some calls coming into seven one three. Three three nine ten seventy. That seven one three, three three nine ten seventy. Or just hit one of those buttons. Let's just take one. Okay. Welcome to the Max Out Saving Show. You had a question for us. Yes, I just wanted to see if you had any recommendations for a dividend-paying stock that's uh, selling at a bargain now that has a long history of paying and increasing dividends. You know, and I'll, uh, I'll hang up and uh, listen on the air. Okay, great. You know, I, I, one of me look at Chevron. Chevron's yielding five percent. They 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 said something interesting on the call. They said they're going to hold. They're going to try to maintain free cash flow at the dividend rate, which means their excess cash flow after spending they're going to be it. So they they're going to try to maintain the dividend. I think Chevron's interesting. I think Shell is interesting as well. Uh, uh, Royal Dutch Shell. Uh, we picked up Centerpoint the other day. It's it, it's kind of been back and forth, but they own the actual utility lines versus owning the power plants, and I think that gives them a, an advantage. And it's paying uh, about five five point. Uh, I looked at about five point two percent somewhere in there. Uh, so there, there, there's just those are some of the ones. Look at some of the utilities as well. Uh, the MLPs are starting to pay good dividends, but make sure you get one that's paying a good dividend. That that that's not going to. I think the growth is going to get cut in the MLP sector. So uh, it, it, you want to be in very high quality MLPs there. Now we have another call coming in. You have a question for us. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yeah, this is Oscar. How you doing, Ted? Hey, Oscar. Yeah. Hey, Ted, uh, this this thing that the potential for this market, is it a 10% a correction, a 20%? What do you think in numbers uh, is the potential for this, you know, next year or so with this particular Oh, I, I think it's over well over 20%. Really? That much, huh? Yeah. And then if that's true, okay, it's over 20%. The thing is, if it's true, I th- in, in, you, you You've been raised around these things. Do you do you think that people are, the market is going to come back because of all the crashes that we've had in the last since '98, for instance? Do you think it's going to be an easy market to come back and rebound after a crash of 20 percent or more? What do you think about that? Oh, I mean, in other words, don't you think that people have some sort of crash fatigue now by at this point? Yeah, no, I th- I think they do in. And I think it's going to what, what should have what, what what's really marked this last recovery from uh, from 2009 up to here has been the the advent of ETFs where everyone's just bought ETFs. Right. And, and so I think when the market starts going down, a lot of these guys use technicals on ETFs because they can't really they're not looking at individual stocks. They're looking at at the group or the in, or, or the sector. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's going to be more selling and it's going to pile onto it. And, and I think what you've seen happen to the oils is is kind of a precursor of what could happen to the market, and and so 
what I think you want to do is in this next sector is I think what you want to do, I think it's going to result in a lower growth rate. And they're going to have to factor in a lower growth rate going forward. A slower growth rate in the future, right? Yeah, yeah, with a little higher interest rates. And so I think you want to own these big dividend-paying type of stocks. And you're starting to – I mean, for a while, you couldn't buy anything out there. The best you could get was about a 3% dividend. It was just horrific. Now you're starting to see where you can start picking up some 5 6 7% dividends. And if they can hold those dividends and you can hold those stocks over the long term, that will be the place to be. So something like, something like a like a big uh, you know uh, in, uh, with Vanguard where they have about 120 30 stocks in there with with with, with dividends would there be something that that might work here on a mutual fund kind of thing yeah I, I but you got to wait for a sell off in here you still have to wait for a sell off yes. hey th- thank you Ted I really appreciate it thanks uh, oh by the way in the in the future I tell you, we think we're going to make a bunch of money in the in the emerging markets not yet that stuff is just getting that they're already seeing the 20 30 percent blow ups. Good question, Oscar. Tell you what, uh, let's go. Well, we got one more question here. It's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'll take a break. He had a question for us. Hello? Yes, I do. I'm fixing to have a, an investment payoff over a million dollars, and I'm wondering how to tax shelter uh, as much of that as I can. Wow. That is a tough question. Uh, the, the best tax shelters out there are your 401ks, and, and you can only put – you can also do a SEP IRA, but you could probably – the motion mail seltzer is about forty, fifty thousand. 50000 You could also do some real estate with that, but even then, it's really difficult. Is this a long-term gain or, or short-term? Uh, short-term. Yeah. Uh, there's just a, not a, a tremendous amount of, of – uh, Stuff out there. What 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 type of bit? Are you an independent businessman or? A, uh, yes. Okay. What you know? What I would do is I would do some. I would get with your accountants and seeing about picking up some equipment and looking at some various. Ta- there are some tax breaks specifically to different industries you can look at that you can run through the business to try to minimize your your income there, and that's probably your best way to go. And, and then you want to make sure that you maximize your SEP contributions as well, which are pretty substantial. You can I, I want to I want to say the number's over forty thousand dollars. You can get it. You can put away there. So Thank you. That that's some help. It's not a real. I mean, it, the, the times have changed from twenty years ago when we could say here, tell you what, we'll, we'll put put a hundred thousand dollars in this real estate deal, and you can shelter three hundred thousand. Those days are gone. Mm-hmm. So, so it's much tougher. But but first, maximize your your savings plan, and then talk to your accountant about equipment at the at the business and some things you can do there. And, and Thank you. If, yeah, and one other thing, if you want, you can also call me up and discuss it a little more off the air at the office, and maybe we might be able to come up with some more stuff. But there's not a tremendous amount out there, unfortunately. But what, what's the office number? Uh seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. It's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Oh, I'm sorry. It's seven one three six two seven zero four hundred. That's my office. Seven one three six two seven zero four hundred. But yeah, it's tough. The, the the tax situation. They've really cut out a lot of the benefits out of uh, the tax sheltering. So, anyway, thanks for the call. Now, we'll be right back after this quick break in the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got a question or comment, the number. The station here is 713-339-1070. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. 
To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. We've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets recently. Do you have a plan in place to protect your retirement? Max Out Savings can lead you through these troubling times so you can enjoy your retirement. Retirement should be a time to follow your dreams, not to worry about your investments. Let Max Out Savings be your retirement partner. Set up an appointment with us at MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Or call us at 713-627-0400. That's 713-627-0400. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. AM 1070, The Answer, has partnered with First Christian Academy in Pearland to offer half-price tuition for pre-K, kindergarten, primary, secondary, and high school students. First Christian Academy is a private, non-denominational school that teaches that the Bible is the guidebook for our lives. First Christian Academy offers small classes with no more than 15 students per class. That means your child will have a teacher with the time and focus to teach them instead of just push them through a grade. For a limited time, you can buy tuition for pre-K through high school at First Christian Academy for half price. The offer is exclusive to AM1070, The Answer, and vouchers are limited. For more information, go to am1070theanswer.com and click on the half-price tuition banner on the homepage. First Christian Academy Paraland and AM1070 The Answer, offering discount tuition for the coming 2015-2016 school year. Visit am1070theanswer.com today. AM1070 The Answer. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you got a question or comment, 713-339-1070. We're talking about savings, investments, what's happening in the market. Now, we've got a call coming in from Randy. Hey, Randy, how are you doing? Good, Ted. How are you? Doing pretty good today. Good. Uh, Ted, I've been noticing that uh, over the last what, four or five years, we've had a pretty steep yield curve. But uh, it looks like to me the short end's coming up and it's starting to flatten out. It uh it's probably more normal now than it has been. Uh, do you think it's going to keep flattening the yield curve out? Yeah, you know, actually, that's a great question, Randy. Yes, I think they are. And I think how it's going to happen is everybody thinks the short rate's going to come up. I think if the market starts selling off, the long end's going to come back down and the short's not going to. And so you're going to see the long drop and the short go up some, if that makes any sense. Right. Well, that's kind of really what's been happening if you go out to the 20 and 30 year. Uh, treasuries, they're they're down below three percent, and uh, the short end. Uh, if you look at it around the two years in the, in a range like that, that uh, they've come up quite a bit to point about point seven or something like that. So, what's the implications on uh, on uh, economy or banks or something in general? Well, I think it's going to be positive for the banks, and and. Uh, I would say you want to own the banks right now. I, I think there might, if the market has a big sell down, they might sell down. But you want to pick, pick up some of them then. 
uh, we we picked up an ETF on the uh, 20-year-plus uh, treasuries a, a week or so back because we think the rates are going to drop. I, I think the I think the deflation in China in the economy is going to spook the market, spooking the market. I think it's going to sell off and people are going to run to the safety of of of, of bonds, and that's going to flatten the yield curve. I, I like the banks overall. I, I think the U.S. banks have done a very good job of changing of of restructuring their business and reducing risk. And, and, and this, on this energy situation, uh, it looks to be like what we might be moving into is uh, uh, in oil, something like uh, Nat Gas, when they started fracking about five or six years ago. Well, Nat Gas has, has been down below $3 all that time. It looks like to me, with all the supply that they're bringing on with these new drilling techniques and things like that, I think uh, oil prices are going to stay down low for another four or five years. Are you looking at something longer term like that? I, I th- Yeah, I think so, unless there's just a big drop in the dollar or something. I, I'm not sure four or five years, but I think they're going to stay low, and I think if we're lucky, they go up to $70 in t- late 2016, 17. If we're lucky, I'm not sure we're going to get there. Well, you think you think demand's going to drive that, or supplies is going to decrease? I think you're going to see. Look, I think there's a lot of guys out there in trouble. Uh, I think you're going to see some of this debt starting to be called. Uh, but right now, there's been so much money flowing into the business that, that the production's not slowing down. And, that, and, and, and for the first time in the last two weeks on the energy conference calls, I've heard the executives of the big companies go, we're preparing for long, lower oil prices like what you just talked about. Right. I think it looks like we're fairly long-term supply here. Yeah. Okay, Ted. Well, mighty fun. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Randy, what you want to look for in the energy sector, you want to look for guys with low debt levels and guys that can operate cheap. Deeply, because in that in the in the environment, what we're talking about is lower oil prices for the next couple of years. Those are going to be the winners. Right. Well, that, that Chevron company you were talking about, I think, is a pretty good one to look at, also, and uh, and uh, maybe some of the bonds if you want to go out to be a little risky. But uh, yeah, we're I think, starting I think the, the bigger companies like the Shells and things like that are going to be able to ride this out. Yeah. Well, keep in mind those guys. A lot of these guys that have refining on the refining side are making pretty darn good money here. Well, I'm in, I'm in this little CVRR refinery uh-huh. you know, down there in Sugarland, and uh, they just uh, raised their, their distribution yeah. back up to are... about 98 cents, something like that. So uh, it looks like to me that uh, that their their crack spread looks pretty good because their crude prices are low, but there's still a pretty good demand on, on distillates and things like that. Yeah, they, the guys that split their companies up like Conoco and Marathon are kind of regretting it now. Right. I think you're right. Okay. Thanks, Ted. Thank you, Randy. I think we got a call coming in from Arch to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Hello, Arch. Hello, Ted. I have a question on IRA rollovers. Yes, uh-huh. uh huh. Chris Christie had made a comment that he was wanting to mean test Social Security starting at eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. And uh, which means once I get into my at seventy and a half, the what is it RMDs? Yes, yeah. Re- that, required uh, minimum distribution, yes. Right. That will that will kick me up into that, uh, high into it, and so all of a sudden he's going to mean test me. Am I better off, if I, if I anticipate that, am I better off going ahead and rolling over my IRAs now, even though that's a big tax hit, because I'm right now in a 28% tax bracket? You know, you could, I tell you what, how old are you now? Oh, you, you look. You're pro- are you married? Yes. Okay. You, look, there's a chance. There's about a twenty five percent chance either you or your wife's going to live to ninety six years old. You're probably better off having a long term tax free growth in there. 
That's a long time. That's 20, 30 years. Right. So I, I would keep it in there. I, I think it's probably going to be... Keep it in the IRA versus the rollover? Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean... T- uh, now, a rollover, let me be real specific. A, a rollover is when you take it from your 401k into your IRA. Uh, what you're talking about is is, is maybe a Roth conversion or something like yes, that. Yeah, that's what I meant, Roth conversion. You know, but it, it's if if you take it out, typically it's going to kick you into a higher bracket if you do it. I'm not sure it, it, it's worth the trouble. And I, 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 what I believe in the end, if they're going to be taxing, if they're going to take it away, people Social Security above eighty thousand, they're going to go after the Roths too. Okay. You know, so that's and and I what I think they're going to try to do is with with different older types of P and they might cut it some, but I I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal. And I just I, I I'm I'm convinced if it comes down to that, they're going to do something with these Ross. Oh, okay. So you're saying that I won't be at any advantage going rolling over into a Roth then? Yeah, no. Uh, I think you're better off just hanging hanging tough with. How big's your IRA? Over a million. Yeah. You know, I, I just keep it. You, you're going to have to take out about five. It'll be about three and a half percent once you hit 70 and a half. It's, it's going to kick you up some, but it, it's more of a high class problem. Okay. I, I just don't think it's worth it. We see very few people converting to a Roth. I, I've always been uh, amazed at how few people do it because once they look at the real tax consequences, it, does, it, it, it doesn't work out. And then if you if you toss in some potential changes to the Roth in the future, it really doesn't work out. Okay. Thanks. Good question, though. All right. Thank you, Ted. That was uh, Arch seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. The by by the way, uh, we're, I'm, I sent out our most recent uh, Max Out Savings newsletter. We talked about uh, tuition in uh, that, that was coming out, among other things, recently, and it's coming up to pay for school. My son's up at TCU now, and and I wanted to just a lot of people are getting ready for their kids. When it comes to paying for college, you have to pull money in from all sources. And I want to go over this again because it's, this is when everyone's doing it. Uh, first of all, remember, if you have money in a 529 plan or even just a regular plan, and if you're all in the stock market with your plan uh, and your kid's in school now, you need to reduce it because you're going to have four years to take that money out. And if, if the market has a big sell down, you're going to wipe out. It's not like retirement where you can hold off long term and you're going to use the money over 30 years. In a, in a college savings plan, you, you, you use that money over a four-year period. So make sure you reduce the risk, number one. But then what you want to do is you want to take into account all types of scholarships and grants, see what you can get to pay for that. Uh, and then you want to use your savings to, to help, if you can help your, your children pay for college. Uh, and then you can also ask your son to get a job. There, there's everything from from uh, work at the school to uh, being the RA at the dorm to working at the uh, McDonald's to help pay for school. And as I've talked a lot about is the kids that actually work and go to school full time. Really, they tend to be the big the the leaders in the long term in, in corporate America. Interestingly enough. Uh, and parents, you can also take money out of your income for the year and kind of stretch out the payments during the year to help to 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 take care of it that way. You can get a loan. This is really easy to do, but it's very hard to pay off. And so, use the loan sparingly. And if you can, wait till later in the in the in the in your college, uh, you, you maybe your junior and senior year, till you take out the loans and kind of check your other sources in the interim. Uh, and then I've also said you can talk to grandparents, aunts, uncles. You know, if you're trying to raise money for college and you're just struggling at it, you know, talk to some other people, see if they will chip in. 
uh, to sit there and help you pay for school. Oftentimes people, you know, uh, relatives will, will, will help out a little bit for school because they know it's such an important thing in, uh, in getting children and getting them on the right track. So what you have to do is you've got to pull from all these different sources, your savings, your 529 plan, your income, scholarships, uh, a job, uh, your, your loans, uh, you know, it, it just, uh, Pull from everything, and and because it's really difficult to write out. Texas A and M's about twenty five thousand dollars a year if you include room and board. Uh, a lot of the big schools like your Baylor's, your Rice's, your TCU's, your SMU's, those things are forty five, fifty thousand. So pull it all together, and that, and you can get through it. If you just pull from one source, it's a tough thing to do. By the way, if you need. We write a lot about this stuff in the Max Out Savings Report. We write about what we're seeing in deflation out there. A lot of it's all in the Max Out Savings Report. It's free to listeners of the Max Out Savings Show. We've written it for coming on ten years. We were the first people to talk about uh, failures on Wall Street in two thousand seven. Nobody came up with this at all, and we did it. So there's a lot of good stuff in these reports, everything from common 401K mistakes to how to handle sudden wealth to to how to pay for college. It's all in the Max Out Savings Report, so go to maxoutsavings.com. Look, if you need some help with retirement and uh, with your retirement, maybe you don't understand everything we talked about. We can help you out by... uh, by by managing your money at Max Out Savings Advisors, you can schedule a free appointment. There's no cost. I'll take a look and see really how, where you're set for retirement and uh, and 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 how much risk you really have in your portfolio. So if you want a kind of a free risk analysis, I'll be happy to do it. Uh, so just go to the website and you can sign up for a uh, a meeting with me, and I'll be happy to sit down with you. It's, it's MaxOutSavings.com. Well, thanks a lot for listening to the Max Out Savings Show, and we'll see you next week right here. Remember our motto. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and hopefully we'll get some rain one of these days. Until then, stay cool. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.